this is Kirna Grab from the Sparking Into Winner show and today we have Michelle Mehta with us. Michelle is a teen confidence expert, TEDx speaker, international best-selling author. She has been featured on multiple media outlets that include ABC and named one of the top female coaches to follow in 2021 by Yahoo Finance. She knows what it's like to live a life in dark. She was bullied and even after it stopped, she suffered from the trauma and it affected her self-worth. She created change in her own life and now help other high-profile clients and organizations lead happier and more confident lives where they love waking up each morning. So with that said, let's welcome our today's guest, Michelle Mehta. Michelle, welcome Hi, to Hi. to host you. Thank you for being a part of our journey today. Michelle, please tell, us, you. Yourself, please tell us about yourself. What got you started in coaching and entrepreneurship? Yeah, absolutely. And first of all, I'd like to say thank you so much for inviting me on this beautiful show. I'm really excited to share my journey with all of you. What got me started? I would say my family comes from business owners. We're, we're Gujaratis, mm -hmm. so business runs in our blood. And being Vaishnavanias, it definitely runs in our blood. And so seeing my mom and dad both be entrepreneurs, there was no chance I was not going to be an entrepreneur. It just fell into my lap. I was thinking about my entrepreneurship starting in my late 30s, early 40s, when I'm married and I have kids, did not realize it was going to start when I'm 29 years old. So mm -hmm. sometimes opportunities come knocking on my door and I just stepped into it. And the reason why I chose entrepreneurship is because corporate America did not serve me. I was laid off twice in the age of 25 and once in the age of 30. And I said, you know what? Third time is the charm. I'm not trying it a fourth time. So let me go into becoming a full-time coach not knowing anything about how that works. I had just recently gotten certified and I got laid off around the same time and I hired a business coach and I said, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm not doing this alone. I need you to work with me, walk with me, hold my hand and let's solve this journey together. Mm -hmm. And that journey started November 1st, 2018. And so I've been an entrepreneur since then. Wow. And after you became an entrepreneur and a coach, you must have worked and you surely have worked with hundreds. If there is any client in particular, any success story in particular that you are really proud of, please share it with us. Yeah, absolutely. So I had a teenager. She was in high school. Mm -hmm. She had been diagnosed with epilepsy, which is the hand constantly shaking, short-term memory loss due to the medication that she was taking. And she was afraid she was not going to graduate. And we worked together for six months in her senior year, which was 12th grade, 12th standard. And after working with me and selling that conference that she can do it, that she will do it, she wheeled herself across that stage. And that gave me the confidence of what I can instill positivity in someone's life. I can rewire their brain in terms of their thinking negative, put them in the positive state. I also had a client who was a mom who was a caretaker for her mom. So she's in her 50s and mm -hmm. really wanted to go back and live her passion of becoming a lawyer, but never had the time to study, never had the time to apply, never had the time to take the LSAT because she was constantly being pulled in different directions, whether her daughters needed her or her mom needed her. There was no me time. And so working with me, we figured out a schedule where she would put herself first because sometimes we grow up with no boundaries. And sometimes with ethnic cultures, boundaries is not something that we take pride in because we don't know what that is. We just say, oh, that person's relative related to me. I can say yes to that person and it'll be no problem. But when we look at ourselves, we then feel depleted. 
And we're thinking, why? What happened? Yeah. How come I don't feel so fulfilled? And so he setting healthy boundaries is what we worked on. So the first one was about instilling confidence. The other one was about healthy boundary setting and appreciating who you are in this moment. Wow. And as you mentioned a couple of examples, now I want to know and now we want to know about the methodology, the strategies, the way that you take a client from point A to point B. Is there any particular steps that you follow or how do you make that happen? Yeah. So when they join with me, we do an onboarding process, which is basically ask them, who are they? What is it that they want at the end of our goal, which could be 90 days, it could be six months, depending on how much support they need. And then we decide in five focus areas, which is what is it that they want to accomplish in these five particular areas, whether it be graduating on time, whether it be managing my own time, whether it be creating a brand new passion. So we go through those steps. And every session, I never say, okay, today we're going to talk about X. I ask them a couple of questions. I say, how are you doing? What is it that you need support with right now in this moment? Because coaching happens on the calls, but transformation happens in between the calls. So how have they grown since the last conversation? How do they want to grow in the upcoming conversation? Because I believe that every client has the answer within them. And it's my job to instill those questions, to pull those answers out. And asking the right questions will focus on the agenda that we have in that time that we're together in this moment. And it supports the overarching agenda that they have with the five focus areas they want to accomplish in. So it's basically an evolving conversation. I never come with the plan of like, here's what we're going to talk about. I say, okay, you have a presentation coming up. Let's focus on that. You just broke up with your significant other. Let's talk about that. You started a brand new relationship. Let's talk about that. Life coaching isn't just one area of your life. It is the entire human's life that we focus on. Wow, Michelle, that's completely true. And about that, as you've mentioned the steps and methodology, some of them, please tell us about the book, right? Your international book. So tell us about it, please, a little bit. So the latest book is called Friday, the New Monday. And it's about 52 success secrets to start up your week before okay. it even begins. And so I used to do these Facebook lives every Friday in 2017 to about 2020 or before the pandemic hit. And I used to talk about my week and what I learned that week or where I traveled to or the life lessons that came across. And I decided to compile these videos into a few chapter book. And so each chapter is a secret to set your week up. And so it's basically a cute coffee table book. And I call it cute because it has a butterfly on it. And, and it's basically no two chapters are in alignment. So you can just five minutes before you're, while you're at the table, having a cup of coffee or chai, you get to open up your book, read a chapter and then move forward. So that's what the book is about. And the other book that I was working on prior to that was The Confidence of Yes. These are 12 women sharing their success stories on how they chose their dream career their dream relationship, and their dream passion and how they're fulfilled in that and how they're succeeding in all of those things. So those are the two books that I worked on this year. Wow. Mishan, now that you are a TEDx speaker, please tell us about yeah. the, the talk that you gave on TEDx. I know a bit about it, but I want my audience to also get an insight. Yeah, I gave a TED Talk in February of 2021. This was in the deep middle of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And the topic was called mm -hmm. the adversity quotient, how to overcome the evil voices. Mm -hmm. And so this talk was 
around the time when I was developing this talk, it was inspired by Shushan Singh Rajput, who is a Bollywood star and who unexpectedly passed away. Now, we don't know if it was through suicide or it was through murder. We, nobody really knows what happened to him, how he passed. But there was an article about him in particular, that he had the intelligence, he had the emotions, the thing that got him going. But the one thing he didn't have was adversity was missing. Because if you have to attempt to commit suicide, because at that time they thought that he might have committed suicide. So this article was about why he committed suicide. And if a human has to commit suicide, means they have lost the ability to fight, means they are giving up. And that means they are in their mind of nothing else matters. I'm just going to go ahead and just hurt myself and self-harm and God forbid, please don't wake me up when I'm done kind of a thing. And so this TEDx talk was about where do these voices come from? They're instilled in us by the adults in our life. Because our adults would say, and those are teachers, grandparents, teachers, you're so stupid. You are so smart. How can you remember that? You are so dumb. You are such a troublemaker. And we start wearing these words. And these words become like tattoos, invisible tattoos. And then we start thinking about our life from that perspective. If my mom thinks I'm stupid forever, I'm going to be stupid, which means I'm going to go to a stupid school. I'm going to go to a, I'm going to make stupid friends. I'm going to make, I'm going to find a stupid good job. Mm. And so all of that then turns in the whole overarching thing is the stupid aspect. Whereas mm. if someone's you're so smart, you're going to go to a smarter school. You're going to choose smarter friends. You're going to work for smarter companies. You're going to be in a smart situation. And so who are you and what voices are you telling yourself and how are you going to move forward? And so that was the entire talk was about overcoming these evil voices. What do they start from? And then where do you want to go on the other end of it? Of course. And as you mentioned, there are so many negative things that we come across and we have to build that positivity from inside. Is there any way that you suggest? What are some of the ways of getting rid of those negative things and instead be the whole human that we are? Yeah. So one of the things is ask yourself, who are you? What defines Kiran? And write down qualities. Right. Write down quality. I would write down quality what defines Michelle. Yeah. Right. So if I look at Michelle just as an outsider looking outside right into Michelle's life, I would say she's smart. She's intelligent. She knows what she's doing. She's a speaker. She's an author. She has a good set of friends. She's supported. She's family. Like I would write down all these qualities. And then I would say, what is Michelle not? Michelle's definitely not dumb. Michelle's definitely not an idiot. Michelle's definitely not stupid. Because if I was those things, I would not have the things on the other side. Mm -hmm. And so when someone says something to us that is does not in alignment with who we are, based on the list that we've created, we're never going to pay attention to them. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes we make a stupid decision, like we make a stupid turn. We missed an exit, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes we have to make a U-turn. Mm -hmm. Does that mean that we suck at driving because we have to make a U-turn? Mm -hmm. No. It was just we made a mistake. And those mistakes are either lessons that we learn for ourselves or they're wisdom to teach us. So a mistake isn't really negative, like the way our society portrays it as. Because those are what's, that's what's making us be more human. We are not robots. We're not programmed by electronic devices. We program the electronic devices to showcase what we want, but they don't do it to us. So it's owning who you are. And if you don't know who you are, ask the five people that you are closest to. A parent, a sibling, a cousin, 
a friend and say, what are my qualities that you love about me? And see what they're saying about you. Wow. You have opened eyes mission for me and for a lot of us today. So let's speak about confidence now. So confidence expert you are. Let's speak about confidence, how to build that unwavering self-confidence in ourselves. Yeah. So, you know, when we are born, when, you know, a mom gives birth to a brand new child, that child is confident already in crying, in sleeping and in pooping. We then take that confidence and we do it in different areas of our life, Mm -hmm. such as we then practice how to brush our teeth. Then we become confident brushing our teeth. Mm-hmm. We have people give us a shower and then we confidently become taking us, like we can take our showers ourselves. Just like that, confidence is a muscle. Mm-hmm. We are all confident human beings because we know how to cry, sleep, and poop from day one. That's what we were naturally good at. And then we practice tying a shoe. We then practice holding a spoon. We then practice on how to put food inside of our mouth using our fingers. Everything is a practice. So confidence is also a practice that you get to instill in your life. No piano player was born a pianist. Everybody went to some kind of a lesson, practiced it, immersed in themselves, and then became the best piano player. Same thing with an artist, right? So when you want to instill confidence in yourself, give yourself some grace and say, I am already confident because I know how to be a human. That's what I'm really good at. Now I just got to enhance my skill set into something more. And the more I practice, the more I'm going to get better. We see that with cricketers. We see that with basketball players. Every single person hires a coach. All professionals have a coach that they're working with to enhance that swing, to enhance that pitch, to enhance that throw, right? No one's doing it just because. We wouldn't have Tendulkar the way we have him right now because he had immense levels of practice. So just like that, you get to be the next Sachin Tendulkar if you choose to be. And it's how much time and effort do you want to give in practicing that trait? And enhancing that trait. Yeah, totally. Totally. So practice it is for confidence. Practice it is for success. Practice it is for even meditation. So everything is a practice altogether. Mishan, before we move forward into the conversation, I want people to know about ways of reaching out to you. So these are all the ways. Mishan, what are some of the best ways of reaching out to you? Oh, the perfect, the best ways to reach out to me would be to follow me at I am. And that's I-A-M and then my name. And that's M-I-C-H-E-L-E-M-E-H-T-A. And that's I am Michelle Meth. And I'm available on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. You can also reach out to me via website, which is michelle.com. And that's M-I-C-H-E-L-E-M-E-H-T-A.com. So do reach out, guys. Very simple to reach out. MichelleMetha.com it is. And I have Michelle on Instagram. So Michelle, this leads to my final question for the day. So about action steps. What to do after listening to this conversation? I would say figure out who you are. Ask your five friends to define you. Five friends, five family members, five colleagues. Get five people to describe who you are. And compare it to what you already know about yourself. And that will instill you in being the best person that you can be. Because we really need good people on this planet. The chain starts with you. The chain starts with you guys. And you know what you have to do. And if you resonate with Michelle, then do reach out to Michelle. Some of the best ways of reaching out to Michelle are her website, michellemehta.com. And uh, on other platforms, she's at I'm Michelle Mehta. Michelle, thank you so much. 
for such a great conversation today. It was a honor and a pleasure to meet you and greet you today and being able to learn firsthand things and being able to ask you questions. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I appreciate your time. And I am your host, Kiran Agrar, signing off. You guys take care. Bye, guys.